Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And it's Mel. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode number 34 and the last episode of season three. Woo. Oh my God, really? (laughs) (laughs) Sadness. Today is also the last day of January, and you know what? We're one month in, and we still haven't had a chance to talk about our New Year's resolutions on this podcast, so we thought this would be a good time to reflect on the past year and discuss goals for the new year and how we've been tracking against them. Where has the time gone, ladies? I feel like just yesterday we were like reflecting on 2018, talking about resolutions and goals, and like the holidays just passed, and now mm-hmm. we are at the end of the first month of 2019. I know, it's crazy. I feel like I blinked and then the first two weeks happened, and it was like I was catapulted back into like the work schedule and podcasting. It just, everything's happening so quickly. Yeah, and it's just kind of a reminder how time really does fly and we should really enjoy the moments more, which is actually one of my goals for 2019, but we could talk about that later. So to just kick this off, let's just reflect a bit, go back to 2018 since we haven't talked about it on this podcast yet. What were your New Year's conclusions for 2018? Janet? Okay, I guess I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) I think if I recall correctly, one of our episodes from last year, I had talked about 2018, I wanted to restart yoga again. Mm -hmm. It took me all the way through like half the year to start that, but around June-ish, I did start going to yoga more regularly. And then the last two months of the year, starting in November-ish, I started kicking it up more. Mm -hmm. So that was something that I I committed and I actually am starting to get more into and that's going to continue in 2019. I also, in terms of my job, this, uh, my current job, I've been there for like two and a half years. And maybe that doesn't sound like a whole lot to some people, but for it being a new career, this has definitely been the most significant job that I've had for this career in terms of level of experience and also the development and just the time commitment. So I feel like that's been very significant for me. 
And the third personal thing, I did start therapy in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I think most of us, are, or actually, I don't know if most of us, but a lot of us that are listening are probably in LA and people are thinking that's such an LA thing. You see a therapist because it is actually quite a popular thing now. But for me, 2018, I felt like it was a good year and it was strong, but I was starting to hit a point, um, you know, probably just in my in my life and then in, in my age and demo and stuff where I felt like I was hitting a bit of a wall. I was feeling a little burnt out and just kind of unengaged with my different aspects of my life. And it was near the end of the year. So this is something that I'm just kind of starting and really hoping to dive deeper into in 2019. But yeah, so seeing a therapist and really addressing some of the deeply rooted, maybe like old behaviors and patterns that start to come up as we get older and that you want to address. So that those are kind of my big three things. How about you ladies? Who wants to I'm get such an adult? I know. I, know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I also, I mean, that's coming up for like 2019, but like seeing a therapist I think that is something that and maybe it's only because we're talking about it more openly amongst yeah. at least us two I'm like oh everyone's doing it yeah. now right but it's that's the the power of like words or experiences and yeah. sharing those experiences so that other people can feel like it's a normal thing all right Mel how about yours <laughs> uh 2018 conclusions oh man oh thanks for sharing Janet and your reflection 2018 yes. we actually we, we talk about this you know amongst us yeah us three the biggest thing that happened was my breakup in February that seems so long ago I know right? that it's was almost a year ago crazy yeah. I know I remember when that happened and like and it, I remember when we were thinking about sharing my experience on the on the podcast and I was really nervous but I wanted to share it because I think a lot of women go through this and like yeah. just heartbreak you know it, it sucks but that taught me so much and I think that really just set the foreground for the rest of the year for me and mm-hmm. 2019 I realized how complacent I was mm-hmm. when when the breakup ha- happened when I say complacent I mean like I felt like I was just going through the motions of every day like going to work every day blah 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 not really mm-hmm. asking myself am I happy with my job am I being challenged enough am I happy in my relationship you know so I think the the way I describe my breakup and how it affected me is that I feel awake again because mm-hmm. I think I developed the self-awareness after that time because when you're going through a breakup you're like you kind of reevaluate everything again like what yeah. I want what I need in life and how do I be independent again I think so that really just pushed me into the rest of the year and so when I say I'm awake it's just want to be more self-aware of myself and due to that I also started journaling more mm-hmm. and March is when I started journaling I think every week or just just writing down my, my thoughts again. I haven't done that in years. So that is something that has really helped my mental health. Mm-hmm. And speaking of therapy, I started seeing a therapist as well. I actually had a panic attack last year for the first time. And it really just scared me. And so I thought at that point, because I think I mentioned in the work-life balance, I do get anxiety. And so just that and my breakup and all this stuff, I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to see a therapist. And so I found one. She's really sweet and great. And it's just really nice to know that you're actively taking care of yourself physically, but mostly mentally. And that's for me is like the biggest thing. So... I mean, I love going to therapy. I think it's great to get an outside opinion on what's going on, to feel like, when I walk out of my sessions, I always feel like, oh, this this feels great. Mm-hmm. And just a side note, I know a lot of people have been emailing us about doing an episode about mental health and mental health in general. All three of us have talked about it. We definitely want to talk about it in a future episode, but I think all three of us, since we just started going to therapy and we're still dealing with it individually, we want to come to a place where we're comfortable to talk about it, but it's definitely in our plans for the future. Another thing I noted for 2018 was I hit my year mark of meditating every day. Wow. I know. I was like, yay, I'm doing it every day because I track it on the app. And I reached a point on Headspace. They're like, do you want to pay for the annual plan? And I was like, well. <laughs> like, dang, I need, men- yeah. I need like Headspace for this question. Right. No, literally, I was like, shit. Because um, 
I had a year free of yeah. all the packs because uh, you first, I think when your friend refers, you get a year free and it's like, it's like a hundred bucks a year. And yeah. I was like, dang, I don't want to spend that on food delivery. Do I want to do that? So I was like, fuck it. Like so I paid for the, the annual like subscription, subscription yeah. for Headspace. And I'm like, you know what? This is like, I'm putting, I think it's an investment in my health. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do it. In terms of career, I got promoted last year in May, Woo! which is so great because I think I was like going through like, I'm still going through my breakup and I was texting you guys this whole time. And I think when I got my promotion, I was like, dude, this is like the universe telling me that I got to stop focusing on the negativity and like sulking in my breakup and just really focus on me and my mm-hmm. career. And so I got promoted from the production team to the social media content producer. And it's been teaching me so much. Social media has always been a field I've always wanted to like develop myself in more. And I'm learning a lot of things that I want to be learning. So past year has been a great movement forward in my career. I guess the last thing that I could talk about in reflection for 2018 is the podcast. I think we've been growing it season by season. And one thing that personally I really wanted to hit and we talked about it you know, all of us want to do this too, is we wanted to be more involved in the community more in terms of like other Asian American groups, other Asian American women groups. And so we went to New York and our friend Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> our friend Andrew hosted this really great potluck and he like introduced us to a bunch of people out there. But yeah, so we just want to be more involved, partner up with other, you know, Asian American groups. So that was my reflection on 2018. Helen, why don't you share your reflection with us? I've broken mine down into four separate parts. ABG was for sure one of the bigger ones because I think we started back in August of 2017. So that was already the last half of that year. This past year has been a full year of ABG. And I think the Mm. fact that we have been, we did one meetup, finished two other seasons, like that was a huge accomplishment and it does take a lot of work. And I think just being women who work quote unquote normal jobs and also having the side project and Mm -hmm. seeing it through for a longer period of time than like two or three months does say a lot, I think, to you ladies and also how we work as a team. So it makes me feel good that we had a a good year. Dang, it's only been a... I mean, it's like, wow, it's only been a year, but wow, it's It's been been a year. year. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's growing. It's our baby. No, literally. (laughs) Two years old now. Oh Oh my God. What can it do now? I don't know. Poop in his own toilet? I don't know. (laughs) Isn't Tyler and Alana too? What do they do? He definitely doesn't poop in his own toilet yet. (laughs) He's one. My nephew is one year old. One and a couple months. Okay. Yeah, Alana's almost two. She she's saying no a lot. Oh <laughs> no. She's talking. That's uh-huh. not, so maybe we're like we're starting to to get our voice, we're, our words out. Yeah. Oh, we're finding our voice. Finding our voice. There we go. Yes. Okay. Okay. I like that one. It's a better one than pooping. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we hopefully we can do that too. <laughs> Get all the shit out. That's what it <laughs> yes. is. There you go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Analogy roll tonight. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so then the second thing was, uh, for me, a huge thing was traveling. Mm. So three months of just an amazing time in Europe and being a sponge and just absorbing all the beauty that this world has to offer. It was also one of the more challenging things that I've ever done. So a couple of things that I think I've really learned is learning to you know just find happiness within myself because one of the bigger things that I encountered was that I didn't have anyone to go to no like friends Mm -hmm. and people here it was like the complete opposite time schedule so I relied a lot on my boyfriend at the time for my happiness and I didn't realize that I did that until I sat back and and thought to myself wow like I can't be happy by myself I have to reach out to other people to talk to or whatever so that was a huge learning moment and I think just being comfortable being very uncomfortable i can take that into the workplace into meetings Mm -hmm. into whatever it is Um, going to a bar by myself 
journaling in a bar by myself I did that like so it's like it's little things skills that you you can bring into other parts of your life and learning how to let go of control I realized that I am a complete free spirit but at the same time if I go into an unknown situation I'd like to have control Mm. of whatever the environment is Mm -hmm. and then I also realized that that made the whatever the event was like worse than it it could have been because you have all these set expectations and you don't meet them and you're not living in the moment you're living in the expectation of what that reality should be Mm -hmm. but it doesn't turn out that way right Right. so I didn't realize that I was like that until I went through the whole experience I'm like dang I just had to like be more of a free spirit and like (laughs) let go of all my control and then also just the importance of introspection and being alone I feel like we just go from like project A to project B to all of these like check boxes and tasks that we have to fulfill that we really don't have time to just like sit and, mm-hmm. and be alone and meditate yeah, and go to it. the therapist. Wait, so, you know, you went to Spain. Do you feel like, because I think you shared in the homecoming episode how you had a moment where like, what the fuck am I doing here? Because yeah. like you're mm-hmm. in your 30s now, you're traveling versus like you're in college, like studying abroad. You're like, did you feel like that was your last hurrah? I There's a part of me that feels like after that, I was more ready for like a settled yeah. life. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's always going to be in my system to want to travel yeah. and do all that. But if another like rotation opportunity came up at work, I would probably say no. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Although I would say 2018 was probably one of my best years because I got to do that, that you know? Yeah. yeah. And that was your number one destination stop you wanted for your rotation yeah. program. Yeah. yeah. It was either going to be Madrid, London, or Amsterdam. Very different places. Yeah. I actually went to all three afterwards. And yeah. I think Amsterdam would have been nice. Yeah. It hurts like beautiful there to work. It is. Yeah. yeah. I had a really bad trip though. Like a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Like literal trip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I don't do that stuff on the regular. So, <laughs> Aside from that, I had fitness goals mm. and I've had a long running pull-up goal yeah. that is just like the third year now of trying to get it. And I think I'm close. I got a yes. chin up last year. So that was like a chin up is when your palms are faced towards you mm. and oh. pull up is palms faced away from you and works out your back more. So I got a chin up. I went to New York and one of my friends is a trainer and he was just like, just do it. I think most of it is mental. Mm, He's like, just think about yourself shooting through the roof. And I was like, I'm a rocket. (laughs) (laughs) And then I tried and then I did it. And then then after that, I could do a chin up. I was like, oh, I think it is mostly mental. mental. Yeah. But for the pull up, I couldn't do it. So I, I think that just takes muscle. So that was my 2018 conclusions and reflections and major things that I did, I guess. What about for 2019? What are you guys excited for? What do you guys have planned? Ooh. Oof. It's already happening. I know. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning of the episode, we're talking about like, shit, it's already going by so quickly. Yeah. I'm like, crap, I better like hope I, well, I hope I hit all my goals for 2019. Actually, something that I've heard more and more recently since it's the beginning of the year or that people are starting to try to depart from using the word goal Mm -hmm. and using words like my aim or my focus is so instead of setting yourself Mm -hmm. up for like a thing that you need to accomplish that then if you don't hit you feel like you failed Mm -hmm. you say my focus points are or like I'm aiming towards doing this thing you know how they say hashtag goals hashtag aim hashtag (laughs) focus yeah yeah when you said aim I just saw the instant message I know me too me too (laughs) yeah (laughs) well Janet, you want to... Should I start again? Yeah. <laughs> Go around in a circle. He like, yeah, we love um. your voice. 
So for me, I feel like the end of my 2018 was really significant. I feel like I made a lot of major changes and those were things that I feel like I'm now focusing on into 2019. So I did mention that I started seeing a therapist regularly and that is a big focus point for me in this coming year. And a lot of what prompted that was wanting to do some deeper self-reflection and uh, self-healing and make myself more focused, I guess, knowing how to set myself up for not just 2019, but the years ahead of that. And so I did mention yoga was a big thing that I started and I'm actively doing that more. And a lot of why I started putting that into practice along with meditation was because it's focused on mindfulness and it's about getting out of your head and into your body. I have a tendency, I know a lot of friends are like this too, if you are a little bit more type A in certain ways or you can get anxious at times. Like I I can very much get in my head and get into lists of things to do and kind of moving on to the next thing and the next thing. And I totally depart from what is it that I actually want? Um, How am I actually feeling? So things like yoga and meditation force you to stop or they don't force you, but they encourage you to to think less and to feel more and specifically physically feeling in your body. And another thing that I'm doing that Mel had also mentioned is journaling. So that's an exercise that I started. And I realized that when I was younger, I actually wrote a lot. And in elementary school, the writing classes and creative writing specifically were some of my favorites. And just somewhere along the way, you know, of adulting and growing up I stopped doing that and it's actually whether it's journaling or speaking out loud that is usually the way that I process stuff that's how I process my emotions my reactions and it's also how I synthesize and like conclude and get takeaways so I feel like now that I started journaling I'm like oh why haven't I been doing this more (laughs) so that's definitely something that I want to continue doing and it's it is an investment of time like it takes time out of your day to sit down whether that's doing yoga or meditating or, or journaling but like Mel pointed out I already feel like I'm seeing the payoff of that of those types of activities and it's been what two or three months so I have very real motivation to can like continue doing that I don't know maybe we'll check in the middle of the year and I like totally dropped off so (laughs) for now I'm like motivated and and feel good about that the other thing that I really wanted to focus on for with therapy related to my career actually is I want to get more clarity on what I would define as success for myself in my career I think we talked about this in earlier episodes when I started out at a certain job out of college and then I kind of went through a period of like quote unquote finding myself where I fully departed from what I thought socially was expected of me or what I thought I wanted for myself and then I kind of rolled back a little bit and then you know found the career that I'm in now which is working in technology and in user experience design and now that I've been here for a couple of years I'm now at another kind of like transition point I guess where I need to think about well what are my five to ten year goals and sometimes I can start feeling like the the past me start slipping in where I'm starting to focus a little bit more on what society defines as success, right? Like titles or pay or company names and stuff. And part of me is like, okay, maybe maybe this is something that I want, you know? And then the other part of me is like, well, remember when you kind of had that big shift and you were much more focused on figuring out what is important to you, living a life that is more balanced and creative and free. So I'm working through a lot of figuring out for me what that definition is. And then the fifth thing, I think it's five. I'm talking a lot about therapy, but it's taken a lot. It's a lot of what I'm focused on for 2019 is I'm taking a little break from alcohol, from drinking. So now uh, I did oh, this. A lot, think, uh, a, a lot of break. A lot of break. So I, I, 2018, I, last year, I think we talked about this on the podcast too. I did like a 30 day. I think it's pretty popular. People do like a dry January. So when I started therapy in uh, the end of last year, or I started like in November, December, I stopped drinking. And my goal is to probably do that for about six 
six months. Part of that is because I want to be more clear-minded and more in touch with my more in touch with my feelings. <laughs> um, and it's hard to do that when you're you're drinking as frequently and as much as I was. And I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. I know that for a lot of working people and especially working women, we all know that we love you know a little bit of wine at night and you know doing that so frequently and for such a long period of time it wasn't until I stopped that I realized like how much that was really affecting my energy levels and my sleep so yeah I already feel a lot more clear-minded and um, a lot happier I guess (laughs) and it's also very freeing I think I think it, it can be challenging when people are like, oh, I, I need that glass of wine to like relax or I need to that glass of wine to celebrate. And it's very freeing to know that you don't need it. Wow. That is, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's not dry January, it's dry Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Were you thinking about that the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting to get in there. <laughs> so that was really long, but I do have one last. Yeah, please share. That, okay. Mm-hmm. As Part of this like, you know, focus of 2019 being about getting to know myself and what I want more. I also wanted to push myself to do more things that I enjoy just to get joy out of it and not for it to be a thing that is about being productive or efficient. So that's oh. things like visiting art museums, going to art galleries, reading more books. Even if I know sometimes we get like, oh, I need to read more. And when I start to think about, oh, I need to like finish the entire book, like I'm probably setting myself up for failure. I just Mm -hmm. don't read that way. But it's for me now, it's like if I see a book that I like, I'll pick it up and maybe I only read a chapter or two, but that's okay. And then I go on to another book and I'll read a chapter or two. Just more reading things that like are interesting to me to follow through with that and to not make it feel like it has to be a goal to achieve. Mm. Um, And then also just watching more movies. Like I went, I took myself to movies during the day. Isn't it great? Yeah. Just doing more things that I enjoy, which is I, I like art and I feel like that's something that I haven't really taking the time to indulge in. Dang. I feel like as Janet's talking, I was like, I'm adding more. I know. As she's talking, I was like, adding more to my my list. Because like you like reminded me of things. I'm like, this is... It's inspiring. Yeah. It's inspiring. It's like your career talk, like sparking joy. I'm like, wow, that's really nice. Marie Kondo. Tying yeah, up yeah. Sparking joy. Yeah. You just picked Janet up and you're like, you spark joy in me. No, literally. I was like, Janet in my pocket. <laughs> wow. Janet in my pocket. How about you ladies? So that's... 2019. Do you want to go? Should I go? Oh, yeah. You can go. <laughs> yeah, Helen's saying this as she's like typing more stuff yeah, on her let, let me add to my list. Oh man, I don't. Jana just reminded me of certain things. I'm like, oh, this is stuff that I actually was working on in 2018. Mm. I think to piggyback on 2018, for me, for my focus for 2019 is I want to continue to be more self-aware of myself. Uh, making, self-aware of yourself. Oh. Yeah. Or aware of myself. Yeah, yeah. That makes it even worse. I want to still be awake awoke mm. woke awoke yeah awake <laughs> i want to be woke no. you want to remain woke yes yeah. pretty much like so one thing i want to do is i want to monitor my happiness every month mm-hmm. like you said joy i want to make sure that i'm happy i'm content because i do think we get periods in our life where like why am i like i'm in a limbo or i feel down and i want to make sure when i hit those moments I'm on, i want to ask myself why mm. why do i feel down why am i, am I not happy like is it because of work? Is it because of I'm not eating something or do I feel out of balance? How so? How I do that is I set reminders on my phone for meditating, journaling. So another thing I'll add is happiness every month at the end to be like, okay, how do I feel? That's good. A monthly check-in with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I should work on this more. One thing my therapist and I try to do is I have this app that tracks my mood every day. 
Like every day it goes, how are you feeling? I'm, what is it called? I feel like I might have It's tried called it. Dalio. Oh. It has like a purple happy face on it. Hmm. It's because like back in 2018 when I was talking about my anxiety, I think when you have anxiety, you think, it, you think it's one to figure out, she's like, I don't know if you actually feel anxiety. Like you associate anxiety with being a feeling. So mm. actually maybe you're mixing anxiety with something else. Mm. So tracking your mood or how you're feeling in the moment could help you kind of determine like what actually it really is. Mm. And so honestly, I, I haven't set a reminder to do that daily. I should. Mm. I've been falling off on that. But then in general... Tracking my happiness every month. I still want to meditate every day, whether that's three minutes to 10 minutes. I've been doing it twice a day. At least once a day for me works really well. So I want to keep doing that. I wanted to try yoga for 2019, which I already did. Thanks yeah. to you, ladies. Janet has um, invited us to her, her yoga shop. Her, her yoga <laughs> shop? Her, uh, I got my yoga shop. <laughs> yoga class? Her yoga classes. Studio. Yeah, yeah her studio. So <laughs> Helen and I went to two. I'm still trying to figure out if I... If yoga is for me, if I need the right class for it's also hot yoga, so it's a little yeah, bit yeah, it's a little more like intense. fusion fusion hot yoga ish stuff. Yeah, but I think it's. I mean, I'm really proud of you, Mel, for trying that because that was something that you had talked about for a while. And yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely something you should explore and just try different things. Like you shouldn't feel like you have to do it. If yeah, you don't like we can try boxing. I, I'm totally down for that. I yes. mean, uh, like the opposite of yoga. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm down to yeah, try different maybe, things this year. Maybe I mean, Russian out will help. I'm down because we talked about like ABG goals, what we want to do together. So yeah, right. we did yoga. All right, this weekend. Um, we, did, <laughs> we did yoga, but I because I think we talked about it off like offline. We're like, okay, how about all three of us think of one thing we want all three of us to do together? Yeah. And Helen's thing was boxing. Yeah. My thing actually, which I wrote down for 2019, is. I would love for us, this is just for fun for me, is to us to do a K-pop mm. dance cover video because you guys know I love K-pop. And yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and all three of us enjoy dancing. We're not like choreographers or anything, but I know Helen and I get down at the club. And Jan- <laughs> Janet, Janet was, part of, Janet was like part of a dance team. Yeah. So it's like, this will be a fun way for us to like do something together, get music involved. So I am planning on that for this year. Cool. We'll put it on ABG or something. All right. In terms of health, I also want to be more aware of what I'm eating for lunch. Because like when I used to work for the studio team at work, I had like free lunch every day, which is great. And I would like be like, I get salads. I didn't think about cost or like all these things. But now that like I don't get free lunch every day because my, my job doesn't get free lunch. Just being like eating healthier and cleaner things. Mm-hmm. I love noodles. I love instant noodles. I love like fatty food, like whatever. I love all that stuff. So for lunch, I want to make it set. So like when I go to work every day, I eat something clean. Like mm. whether it's incorporating more like vegan stuff or like paleo recipes, just something that I feel like it's clean and, and adding more raw veggies into my diet. So yeah, just trying to be, yeah, <laughs> I eat like cucumbers a lot now. <laughs> That's good. It's hydrating. Yeah, it's really good. I was going to say, do you have someone at work named Leo? Is he pale? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, but Sorry, I'm like delirious right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's something I'm working on. Freaking Helen. <laughs> I think another, okay, I guess, I won't say it's a main focus, but something I am very aware of or mindful of for 2019 is I want to be more open-minded to romance and love. Mm. But I realized my past relationship that I, I learned a lot with that relationship in terms of what I want and what I don't want in someone and what I tend to chase. I think Janet and I were talking, single ladies talk, we're like, I asked her, I was like, what if I'm looking for things that are actually good for me? Like, are, aren't, aren't good aren't for me, quality-wise? Because I have to admit, like, looking back at my past relationships, I get, like, kind of blinded by physical attraction. Mm. Because I'm like, wow, you're so attractive and you're so good-looking. And, like, he, they also have other qualities I really like. They check yeah. the box, right? But then when you're in a relationship, it kind of plays out differently. And 
I think that's something I worked with with my therapist is like, you know, I, I think when I'm so fat, infatuated by someone who's so like attractive or in my mind, I think he's so attractive that I downplay a lot of my qualities and mm. I shouldn't emphasize that in someone. I should emphasize other things. I don't want to be just chasing general things like, oh, you're hot. You're, oh, you have a good job, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what's more to that? Like, are you self-aware of yourself? Because one thing I learned is like, I really want to find a partner who is really secure with himself and like self-aware that he's not, he doesn't have a lot of pride and it's okay to want, and wants to learn about himself and, and our relationship and chemistry is something I really want to look for. And I think a lot of people like mix chemistry with like physical attraction and infatuation, but like that chemistry could come in terms of charisma. Like that is also really attractive. And so mm-hmm. finding those qualities in someone that could really be a better partner for myself versus chasing other things that I thought were, other things that I thought I wanted. You're looking for a man, not a boy. Oh, t- totally. But I want I want a woke boy with a high EQ. Yes. With passion. Look, is that hard to find? Is that hard to ask? Is so much to ask? <laughs> hmm. I think I know. Right? <laughs> but there, okay, so there's one thing that, I don't know if you guys told me this, but another friend was telling me that, because I used to always want to chase an extrovert. Mm. I, I mean, I'm still attracted to extroverts because I'm an extrovert, but people say, Mel, I think you should date an introvert because mm. I think they'll balance your personality. I'm like, I'm like, really? I don't know about that. But then now. I mean, yeah, I don't I yeah. wonder if that would be yeah. would work for you. Yeah, so that's something, in terms of open-mindedness to love, I just want to, or romance, I just want to see how things go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cut things off too soon when, like, they don't meet a certain checkbox, but it kind of goes with my feelings more, and, like, I wouldn't typically go for you, but why not if I feel something, or, or like, something sparks in my in my heart. <laughs> so, yeah, so 2019, I just want to be more open-minded to romance. I am comfortable now to date again, so... 2019. That's if for romance. If you're interested or have a friend who is, <laughs> write us at asianbossgirl at gmail.com. <laughs> she always has this like maybe announcer the, voice. <laughs> In the email title, what should we? For Mel's eyes only. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no pics, please. No pics. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Words only. Let's start with words. Win her over with your with the substance of your personality first. Yes. That's all like, be silly. You know, I like a silly man. Anyways, that's enough of love. Um, <laughs> In terms of like, okay, so when Jenna was talking about joy, I think that's like, it rang in my mind. I was like, shit, you're right. Because one thing I started doing last year was watching movies by myself and I loved it. So I want to continue watching more movies in the theaters because that's the only time you can turn off your phone and really get absorbed in like a narrative. And another thing that I want to do that I liked last year was like go to more live shows. Like our friend Dan took me to a J. Cole concert. I'm like, fuck, this shit is I so... Love J. Cole. I, I know. Really I was like, dude, this shit is so much fun. Because like I love K-pop concerts, but like I haven't really seen any other like American artist. So just go to more live events. The last thing on my list is, I guess ugh, this is just like a little small thing, but me and my roommate are starting to decorate our living room. Because we realize when we get home, I just go straight to my bedroom. I don't ever hang out in the living room. And I feel like I'm at the age now and I'm comfortable with my home that I want to make it more like a long, like a long-term space that I Mm want to feel comfortable in. So decorating my living room is something I'm working on on the side. Yeah. This is cool. We can like go back to this episode next year and actually reflect back to see if we hit these. Yeah. To see if your living room is decorated. Oh shit. It's just still just a couch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies. So mark your calendars. 2019, we're doing a K-pop dance video. Oh God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what day <laughs> to get sick <laughs> no it's gonna happen anyways helen what's your 2019 focus okay i have a couple well i think this podcast actually helped to reveal one of the core reasons why i feel so impassioned to like excel at my job and i think it's for women is to be a person of color of Asian descent in management in a company where there isn't a lot of female asian representation mm-hmm. so my biggest goal 
sorry, hashtag aim, hashtag, yeah. what was the other word? <laughs> focus, okay. focus <laughs> achievement, <laughs> um, is to get promoted this year. So I'm putting that out into the universe. Yes. That's something that I want to happen. And that would happen around August. So we'll see if that does happen. So we'll listen to this in August and we'll see where we're at. I could be really sad and looking for another job or I could be really <laughs> happy in my own job. <laughs> No, but I think that's that itself in my mind. I was like, okay, this is such a big goal just because of all the challenges that come with it that I almost didn't want to set other goals for my... Sorry, I'm going to say goals because naturally that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Yeah, of but course. Think about aim. Yeah. But yeah, in my mind, I didn't want to set anything else because I didn't want to fail at those other things knowing how much work this is going to take. Mm-hmm. However, being the overachiever that I am, the Asian overachiever that I am, I have other resolutions as well. So one of the other ones is for ABG. I think we're at a point now where we've been doing this for almost two years and this is purely a passion project. We're going to start making merch mm-hmm. and selling ads for revenue. And I think that's that's important more so because we have had friends who help us with like taking our photos, photography, people who help us like editing, people who help design our, mm-hmm. our t-shirts and logos and all of that. And we want to make sure that they're fairly compensated mm-hmm. at the... Exactly at their technical skill level, they deserve to be paid at a certain rate, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more like being able to pay them and it's also incentivizing us to like grow a little bit more. Again, we have not been operating by making any money. Mm -hmm. So the finance girl in me is like, the fuck? Get them numbers rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you hear our first ad in season four, be happy for us. And then maybe we'll even like start a Patreon page or something. Like yeah. That, right? yeah. If you guys want to support us that way. I think as like naturally like you're saying that you want to get promoted, that requires a lot of time. And I think all three of us are having, we have career goals that we want to hit. And so due to that, like a lot of time is being taken away. That's mm-hmm. one thing I noticed in 2018 is that we didn't have as much time as we did in season like one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we thought we would. I think it's because like our workload has been increasing and like, of course you want to manage a work-life balance. So generating some revenue through ABGUB it would help us a lot to like maybe grow our team to help us you know create mm-hmm. more content for you guys yeah so for sure season four yeah and that was actually I mean I think just being able to build anything self-sustaining yeah. is really rewarding for for the three of us right just to know that you've contributed to a project that can kind of live on its own mm-hmm. so. and along the same lines of ABG I think Mal you mentioned this before but continue to support other Asian women in the areas that they excel at or even shining a spotlight on them, right? I think this past year has been a movement in many ways for diversity, for Asian Americans in media, and for all of that. I remember when we first started this podcast, we were looking on Apple Podcasts to see how many podcasts there were for Asian women. And there was like maybe five or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some like, of them had been like a year of not, or like a couple of months to a year of not putting out any content. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so now when you look at it, there's a lot. There's a, There are a lot of podcasts out there. A lot of our friends are doing it and just like a lot of other mm-hmm. corporate women too, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. And so supporting other women to continue to do this and build this community for everyone to have. Mm-hmm. On another note, to be a better friend, I, I know that sounds very like the fuck like (laughs) that's that's one of your like new year's resolutions but i think one thing i've realized from this past year through very difficult conversations with people is that i am the type of person that likes to follow or do what my boyfriend does or like know that that is my area of comfort and Mm -hmm. i want to invest most of my time in that and i realize i've lost a lot of really good friends because i do focus my time there Mm -hmm. right i think a a lot of girls they tend to you know hang out the the guys Mm -hmm. friends and 
and distract themselves from their own lives. And I think that's something that I fully want to like just invest in so that I can be more independent and be my own person and have my own things. And we can both excel at whatever it is that we're working on, the projects that we have, and then support each other along the way. That's great. So yeah. I think that's, yeah, be a better friend and maybe in turn a better girlfriend too. I feel like I'm just listing things off, but that's no, what I'm doing. <laughs> but this is good. I think it's, yeah. This is the first time all three of us are hearing our resolutions for 2019 because that way we'll keep each other in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. In terms True. of like being a good friend, I'll, be, yeah, I'll yeah, keep yeah. you in check with that. Yeah. You let me know. Helen, you're not being a good friend today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just kidding. Now you're a good friend yesterday. She gave me some of her mince pork, dude. That's just that <laughs> hella good. Oh yeah. And I want to cook more. That's another thing. Oh, cool. Like, I always think about the reason why I want to cook more is because when I have kids, I want to be able to like whip something up for them. Yeah. You know, instead of like looking at in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah not yeah. like look up recipes and like work off of that, but just to do it naturally. Mm. So it's more like anticipating kids. Mm. Not having kids in 2019, but anticipating. Yep. Not for... intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> to what you ladies have been doing, finding a therapist. I feel like a lot of my New Year's resolutions or goals or whatever are very different from what you've come to realize through a therapist. Because a lot of yours are about like mental health, mental space, finding things that make you bring you joy and bring you happiness. And I realize that my list is more like external things, like getting promoted mm. at work, ABG cooking more, helping other Asian American women, being a better friend. It's like less so about like personal health. Like emotionally, mm. like yeah. uh, yourself. Emotions. It's just like things I want to hit. Mm. Mm. So I think that is something that I do want to do for specific reasons, which I've shared with you ladies, haven't shared on a podcast yet. Also just for like a, a regular like check-in, right? Yeah. Just see your physical health is fine, but like mental health, like how are you doing there? Yeah. That's just as important. Yes. Yeah. Mental, emotional health. And we hit an age demographic of, you know, in your late 20s and early 30s is actually, it's a really good time to start doing some of these, this type of what they call like inner work, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, you're setting yourself up for before you enter a permanent partnership, before mm-hmm. you bring other lives into the world. Mm-hmm. Damn, I sound like a guru or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're not trying to push like spiritual wellness and all that kind of stuff, but that's yeah. a girl that has a crystal on I her know. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm charging it by the moonlight right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I did share with the ladies that um I bought us it's citrine, I think. This is so LA once again. I have crystals. But uh, <laughs> but I was kind of using it as a theme for this year because citrine, I'm not going to get this completely right, but I think it represents something like abundance and joy and and like maybe uh, opportunities that come in or something. But um, I was also just attracted to the idea of sunshine, goldenness, joy as a theme for focus of this year. So, but yeah, I, I think our age demographic, like this is a really good time for people to to do that type of inner thinking and work. Yeah. So. And I just looked at her crystal. It's small. I was like, I can plug a nose with that. <laughs> Hey, that crystal was fourteen dollars. If you want a bigger one, it's like they're you, seriously they're expensive. If oh, you get man. like a yeah, they're like hundreds of dollars. I'm not. I need more citrine to bring me more money to be able to get to that point. <laughs> no, I, the crystal idea sounds like really like I would want it. I'm but down then for it. as she keeps saying citrine, I was like, I want some orange juice. I know. Citrine. <laughs> mm. Start out with some orange juice and move on to the crystals. Maybe <laughs> by the end of this year, we'll be into crystals. Maybe. We'll see. No, but I think it's good, Helen, that you want to look for a therapist. I think it doesn't hurt to be more self-aware of yourself, your emotions, your thought process. Like, because I think we get so swept up in the daily life Mm -hmm. of work and just like going to therapy for me has allowed me to focus in on things that really, truly mattered in my Mm -hmm. life. And so for those of you guys who are thinking about that, I mean, why not give it a shot? Yeah. But if it's not for you, it's okay. It's just something that we, that's worked for Janet and I. Mm -hmm. Helen's looking into it. So we'll see. 
Yeah. It's more like just normalizing that conversation. It's like yes. people used to think like, oh my gosh, you're going to the therapist. But now I'm like, oh, cool. Good for you. You know, yeah. Yeah. taking ownership of your mental health. I'll do one last one. It's to be more woke on pop culture. I think for me, now that I'm a little bit older and can reflect more on my past, I think in my past, like my parents weren't into like classic movies. Like I saw a lot of like old Asian movies, (laughs) you know? So the classics I feel like are ones that I actually saw in art class because I had a lazy art teacher and he would just show us (laughs) movies. So we would watch like Casablanca and like Frankenstein and like all of that. But that was the only time that I consumed that type of media. Mm. So I realize now that I feel very far behind. Mm. And yeah, I wonder if there are other Asian people like first gen Asian people that feel that way because yeah. maybe they have the same experience. But that's something that I do want to be more woke of. So like even like superhero characters and uni- different universes and I know there's like a Criterion like classics movies. There's like a whole collection of them. Mm. So maybe even just starting with that I want to get into. Ooh, that sounds really fun actually. Yeah, just watching more movies basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, here's the thing. I think being raised in an Asian house where you're like, "Oh, waste money on movie tickets right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah so now when you when you're spending like 18 bucks on yourself to watch a movie you're like holy shit i'm spending this money but like it's such a good experience to watch movies yeah during opening weekend too it's so much fun Chan- helen i'll join you on that cool on that right. on that goal <laughs> i feel like that's interesting as we're talking about this i'm like oh that sounds like oh uh, you're like sparking like inspiration for other yeah goals i want to do in 2019 because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like i'll just i'll just insert this in one more for one last time i started watching more movies and reading more books at the end of the last year, mm-hmm. but I want to absorb more content made and created by Asian Americans. Yeah. So all the books mm-hmm. I'm reading are Asian American authors. Mm. So just when I so when I read now, I want something related within the community. So yeah. I want to continue with that. And there's probably gonna be more and more of that too, more of yeah. that content. All right, so you guys are probably wondering, how are we going to track these goals that we just talked about for 2019? I think one way that we're going to do it is because, you know, we're friends. We're going to hold ourselves accountable. So probably do some check-ins within, you know, with Helen, Jan, saying, how are you doing? I think it's great we have this episode as a reference for our goal. So we're going to say our accountability is everyone listening. (laughs) Actually, yeah, shoot, it's everyone, our listeners. But yeah, Mel, is your boy just hot or is he more than hot? (laughs) I mean, you'll see, right? I'll just bring him around, right? But yeah, I think one way that will really help you and your friends, you know, make sure you guys are in line with your goals is like keep yourselves accountable. Like check in every month, every two months to make sure that they're on track. And, you know, don't put, too, don't, don't put too much pressure on it, but then just have like, I think monthly check-ins are good. And I think also beyond having friends, if you have specific goals, like doing them in any type of group setting helps keep you accountable. Like we've seen that with the podcast, yeah. right? Having a team with each other, like we've been able to achieve and keep it going. So for example, my thing of yoga, like I, instead of doing yoga by myself in my apartment, even though that was an option at a time, like sometimes I would watch YouTube videos and I could do it that way. But going to a studio and then seeing the same people over and over, like building that sense of community, it's more likely that I'm going to continue doing it. So maybe find classes or, you know, groups of people. That's true. And I I don't know about you guys, but one thing that really helped me like keep up with meditation and journaling is literally setting a reminder on my phone because Mm. I'm someone that hates notifications. So when I see that pop up, I'm like, crap, it's just a little mental note. Like, okay, noted. I need to do, squeeze in a 10 minute meditation. Reminders on your phone help, especially on those people on the go. I think also sharing your resolutions with your friends. I feel like I feel like nowadays with social media, like you see one person share it, and then you see someone like that, someone else sees it, and they're like, "Oh, I can share mine. I can be vulnerable and open with it too." And so now this year felt like 
there were a lot of resolutions out there. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if people are actually having conversations with their friends directly to say, this is what I want to do. Keep me accountable for it. Deepen your relationship by by doing that. That's true, actually, because you're being more vulnerable with your Mm -hmm. friendships by Mm -hmm. by sharing. Mm -hmm. I feel like I learned a lot. But I feel like I learned a lot about your growth in 2018. I'm really, Mm -hmm. it's nice to see how far you guys have come. Mm. you know and like you guys are woke and like and knowing that these are things that you want to work on and continue on working on new things in 2019 and I think surrounding for me it's just like a reminder like I like to surround myself with people that are also trying to push themselves to do something good because it it pushes me to be even better and more woke very true All right, so I guess this wraps up the last episode for season three. Holy shit, you guys. 34 episodes. That's a lot. No, but it's crazy because I literally remember prepping for launch of season three. Like, we're in Janet's place, like, picking out clothes for the photo shoot, like, figuring out our episode title. So it always feels like a whirlwind when we start a new season. And just crazy to think that we're, we're done. Like, what? Just so you guys know, we did mention we're going to take a little break because, you know, hey, we got to like, we got to recharge with the crystals and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> our goal is to come back with you guys in the fresh season for May because that is Asian Pacific Heritage Month. So I thought that'd be really great for us to come yes. back with you guys. I think this is the first time we're like committing to a start date. So we're, you're, you heard it here. Keep us accountable. We're starting in May? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Helen. We are for, for May, for, for Asian Pacific Heritage Month. But please stay connected with us. We have so many things that are going to be coming out. Uh, we are starting merch. You guys, we're freaking stoked about the design. And we just want you guys to be as excited as we are. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, the last thing that we have coming up is we have a meetup this weekend. You got to look at our faces. Oh, my person. God. Our faces. It's so <laughs> weird. because like, You guys just know our voice. Now you just put a <laughs> Face to our voice. voice. So this meetup is happening in Los Angeles, in downtown Los Angeles. It's going to be at the Indigo Hotel. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it will be at a place called 18 Social around 7.30 p.m.? I think think it's like 7 to 10. 7-ish to 10-ish. Yeah. 7.30. 7.30. Let's yeah. say 7th. Give us yeah. some time. <laughs> um, just please know, even though it's called 18 Social, it's 21 and over. So we're, we're having a happy hour there. So apologies for the ones that are, our listeners who are younger than 21. We'll try to host another event soon for you guys in other locations as well. So bring your IDs. We're going to have some cocktails. We'll chat. For those of you guys who are locals, please come and say hi. We would love to see your faces. Yes. And also for us to put a face to your listeners and your like to your ears. <laughs> yeah, or something. Face to your ears. <laughs> So if you enjoyed this episode and you want to share with us some of your 2019 not goals but aims or focuses, go ahead and leave us a comment on our most recent IG post. Our handle is at Asian Boss Girl. So that wraps up the end of this episode and the end of the season. If you're missing us, we have a whole collection of 33 past episodes that you can listen to, re-listen to, you know, keep giving us ratings and comments. Yes, (laughs) we love them. iTunes, Spotify, we are on all the different platforms. And we will see you back in uh, in May. Yeah, yes. or in LA for the meetup this weekend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> May or LA. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next season. Bye. Bye.